What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Market Saints, and crypto is dead. Maybe? So I don't know if you guys have seen the news. You probably have because it's been a pretty wide-scale story in the uh, financial sector. And uh, not only has the market been tanking the last, I don't know, call it six months or so, but especially recently, so has seemingly all of cryptocurrency. So the same hype that can drive cryptocurrency up obviously has the power to drive it down because that was that was the argument the whole time with cryptocurrency, right? Cryptocurrency has value because we perceive it to. The second something goes wrong on a big scale, aka uh, Terra Lunacoin, and it all comes burning down. Now, the big question that everybody's asking is, is this temporary or is this permanent? Is this putting a large enough dent in cryptocurrency and uh, in consumer confidence, investor confidence, to see how long uh, this trend will last? And, I mean, in a doomsday scenario, if you're a crypto investor, if it is a permanent dent. So that we will see. Obviously, uh, the, the biggest thing recently is, you know, you see people pouring their life savings into cryptocurrency. Um it's a great, you know, get rich quick scheme. That's what it's been marketed as, um, maybe unintentionally, but that's what people see it as. And the biggest story out of all of this is do not invest what you're not willing to lose. And obviously that's not in everything because, you know, people have retirement accounts and, you know, blue chip uh, stocks and bonds and whatnot. That obviously does not apply to this uh, thought of, or this um, metaphor, not even a metaphor, j just this way of thought, I would say. Um, saying, but with new fads like cryptocurrency that have been around since about 2008, 2009, but really wasn't relevant for 10 of those years following. So really, let's, let's say it's been prevalent for four to five years. Um, it's still a new fad. So people think it has a long enough track record, but really think about, think about stocks. Stocks have been around for hundreds of years. So in something like the depression, the recession, while that is still a huge hit and, and something to freak out about, stocks have been around since 1611. Uh, the Dutch East India Company was the first publicly traded company. That's what, 400 years, over 400 years. So uh, much more of a track record than crypto's five years of booming success up till now, of course. Now, there is the question to be asked, is this just following the regular market? So the market's not doing too hot. So you know, Bitcoin's not doing too hot, right? That's a, you know, easy enough argument to make. Now, if uh, I haven't pulled up here, the last six months, S&P's down 16.5%. Uh, the Dow is down, give or take, 11.5%. Uh, um, Bitcoin is down 49%. So if it is following it, uh, it's definitely not following it proportionally. And we know that Bitcoin is much more volatile than, of course, like the S&P. So, you know, I, I'm sure if you had to put a beta to the both of them, the beta in Bitcoin would be way higher because its volatility um, in comparison to the market is off the charts. Um, so definitely could be the case. But then you have something about Luna, uh, the Terra Luna coin, which was supposed to be a stable coin, which I can uh, explain a little bit uh, about in a couple minutes here. But the price of this coin went from over a hundred bucks. I think it was like a hundred sixteen bucks in like a week. It is now worth thousandths of a cent, not thousands of dollars. Point like zero zero one thousands two millions of cents. 
That's insane. That is, I couldn't even do that calculation in my head offhandedly of, of the percentage decrease, but it's basically worthless, um, which obviously is freaking everybody out. Just for context, I pulled up, uh, Reddit is Reddit is kind of the, I would say, unofficial home of cryptocurrency, sort of. It was where a lot of this, uh, th- there's big subreddits, which are just groups of people um, that are under a community on uh, cryptocurrency. And it was where a lot of this, like the whole GameStop thing with uh, uh, putting up the price of, of pumping up the price of GameStop, which put one of the hedge funds out of business that had shorted it a bunch, uh, came from a Reddit group. And same thing with all this cryptocurrency. It's where a lot of this is discussed. And you immediately go to the Terra Luna crypto um, group, which has over, you know, around 100,000 members. And the pinned comment is national helpline numbers because you have people that put their life savings into a cryptocurrency, which is a very high risk, high reward investment. And... Well, in this case of uh, the Lunacoin, it did not pan out. And this is something that really has to be discussed and highlighted upon because while it's the incredible minority of people that are putting substantial uh, substantial amount of money into um, cryptocurrencies, uh, it, it's definitely um, something that should be handled uh, much more cautiously and carefully with that you know you have a, a especially these smaller coins and i know luna coin was not just you know a, a random throw about coin but you've seen a lot of ponzi schemes where you know especially people with influence will pump up a coin because they have the uh outreach on social media just because they're personally invested and leveraged in it let the coin pump up and then they sell it and the coin dies in price and we've seen this in nfts too these, it, it's not normal that if we're calling cryptocurrencies a currency, they're projects. It's like NFTs when an artist creates a collection and then sells them. It's a project. That's the same thing with cryptocurrency. When a project dies, it's over. People are saying Lunacoin is dead. It's never going to regain value. It's permanently over. Something like that would obviously never happen with a real currency like the dollar or the euro or the pound. Um so this is fairly unprecedented, especially uh, on such a large scale. And you have other people taking large amounts of um, cryptocurrency as uh, even salaries. So there's a bunch of pretty high-profile athletes that took a pretty substantial amount of their salary in Bitcoin specifically, because obviously Bitcoin is uh, the biggest name in crypto. And I'll just list them out for you. You have Clay Thompson, uh, you know, Couple-time NBA um, champion, countless-time All-Star. Andre Iguodala, same thing. Trevor Lawrence, he was the number one overall pick in the NFL in the last uh, two years or so. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., Shohei Otani, he was the MVP last year in baseball. Um, Aaron Rodgers, MVP. And uh, Cade Cunningham, who's the number one overall pick in the NBA last year. All of them, all of their... Uh, Bitcoin investments, aka when uh, whenever they bought Bitcoin with the salary or when they got paid in Bitcoin from uh, their their time uh, their salary, they are all down sixteen uh, to forty percent on their investment, which is compared to when, like I just said, their salary was paid. And in fact, this article that I got this information from was from mid January, 
So if anything, it's just, it's more than that. It's probably, you know, 25 to 60% now because the price was fluctuating between 35 and 45,000 Bitcoin was when this article was written. And now it's down more towards that 29, 28,000 range and still plummeting. It was down again today, a couple percent. And how taxes work with Bitcoin is maybe the biggest trap of them all because Bitcoin salaries can be complicated because of the tax implications as you're taxed on the value of Bitcoin when you receive it and not on what the value fluctuates to come tax season. So that can be an asset if the price is paying off. Oops, sorry, my phone was just ringing there. That could be uh, an asset, obviously, if the price is beneficial and is raising. But at this point, you might be paying, I think, the high in November, which is when a lot of these guys got paid, their new contracts were coming in before the beginning of the season. You have um, Bitcoin was at like 60 grand, and now it's at a third of that almost. And you still have to pay taxes on what was 60 grand. So the tax bill may literally be more than the residual leftover value of their cryptocurrency. Pretty scary stuff. Obviously, it was a big gamble that did pay off for a couple of years and hey, still might pay off in the future, just not now, not currently. Um, So basically what happened in the last few days, there was a stable coin called Terra USD and its sister currency, that was Luna, that dropped 80%, which is now way more than that. It was 80%, um, which is rattling the entire cryptocurrency market, which could definitely be a big cause of Bitcoin and Ethereum tanking. Granted, Bitcoin and Ethereum weren't doing too fantastically before this even happened, but this surely did not help. And uh, it's now worthless. So this is create widespread fear even with the aggressive bullish crypto investors, which were really the people who you could attribute that high price to that kept pouring money into it, which gave other lesser, more conservative people confidence to put more money in it, therefore, of course, bringing up the market price. So basically what happened, this project, again, it's called a project. It's not, people are, people are taking and investing in cryptocurrency like it's law. It's not, it's a project. Uh, so it was a stable coin that was pegged to the U.S. dollar that basically supporters hoped would, you know, upend traditional payment systems across the world, right? That's kind of the whole selling point behind cryptocurrency, you know, especially it was being supported when like PayPal and other companies started uh, allowing you to pay and uh, do handle transactions in, in cryptocurrency. Um, this was the whole point. Decentralized blockchain, ooh, ooh, do, voodoo. nobody even could give you a straight answer on what the hell any of it is, but yeah. So it, all of that capital was basically wiped out of the off the face of the earth, which caused, of course, a very vicious bank run. Like that's what happens when people panic. They try to take all their money out. And uh, the crash bankrupted many investors and uh, pulled down the entire crypto market. Over $400 billion of value was wiped out in uh, terms of crypto market capitalization. So basically, if you were invested in LunaCoin, that would have been a really bad day to sleep in. Hopefully you were awake and hopefully you were checking your investments and up with the news because that could have costed you literally 100% of your investment. Now, this is really scary, I think, because 
it's literally wiped out. It's gone. It's kind of like uh, to make a metaphor in physics when they say matter cannot be created nor destroyed. This capital literally now ceases to exist. It didn't go somewhere else. The capital wasn't allocated somewhere else. It's gone. You had this coin that everyone put their dollars, pounds, euros into, bought it. It was worth $116. You go in a coma for two days, you wake up and it's worth $0. Not zero, of course, but like millions of a cent. Might as well be zero. That's, you got played by the system. Uh, I mean, there's really nothing that you can really say. Um, there, there aren't enough protections in place to safeguard consumers from these risks. It's still all too new. It's, it's like a, you know, shiny new toy that, um, you know, everybody was using as a get rich quick scheme. And uh, I, I really think there needs to be, and of course, I know the whole point of cryptocurrency is that there are no rules, there's no laws enforcing it, but you need stronger rules and enforcement to regulate the industry because of how volatile it is. It doesn't make any sense. That's the whole, that's, I would be hard pressed to find somebody that can fully explain everything going on with cryptocurrency with 100% certainty. In reality, people are just hiding behind you know obscure jargon to you know as rebuttal to all of its flaws like and and people just buy it because when you use fancy words people are tricked into thinking that you know what you're talking about when you really don't and you know it, it's all just a big mirage you just see green you see arrows going up and you think oh it's all working just like the subprime in 2008 like oh it's going up like this will never come back and bite us in the ass and lo and behold here we are so Terra was its own blockchain, right? Just like Bitcoin or Ethereum. Um, its foremost product was the UST stablecoin, which was pegged to the US dollar. So stablecoins are basically used by crypto traders as safe havens for when uh, markets in um, decentralized finance get choppy. So instead of converting their more volatile assets into hard cash, which can be very expensive and trigger a lot of tax implications, so you're going to lose a lot of money to the government. Uh, traders can simply trade them for stable coins. So it's basically like a big uh, legal way of avoiding taxes and, you know, uh, keeping big sums of your money safe, right? So some of these stable coins derive their value from being fully backed by reserves. Uh, now, of course, if investors decide they ever want out, right, they want to take their money out, technically, the stablecoin foundation should have enough cash on hand to repay them all at once. But UST, on the other hand, is an algorithmic stablecoin, which then relies upon code, constant market activity, and literally sheer belief to the dollar, basically. So the UST's peg was also theoretically propped up by its algorithmic link to Terra's base currency, Luna. So basically, you're putting all your money in there and... Uh, on a hop, skip of a jump, hoping and praying that it uh, continues to hold its value. And I, I mean, obviously it's, I don't know if this is the the end of, of this kind of stable coin um, because of this crash. Uh, I, uh, I, I honestly should kind of, I, I'm not totally well-versed in all of the stable coins, obviously just this one. Uh, more than others because of its relevance in the last couple of days. But really what I've seen is investors have been buying these types of coins, UST specifically, for really the one main reason of 
profiting off of borrowing and lending. In this case, it was through a platform called Anchor, which offered a 20% yield to anyone who bought UST and lent it to the protocol. Um, But in theory, like I said, a lot of critics basically said this is a Ponzi scheme. You know, it's quite literally mathematically impossible for Terra to give such a high return to all of their investors. And the Terra team members literally even uh, agreed and and said that this was the case, Um, but basically said it was a marketing awareness, you know, campaign, kind of like when you have like Uber and Lyft that had really, really discounted rides at the beginning of their existence, right? So it's almost like, you know, we're, we're, we're operating at a loss for long term prosperity. But basically, um, and again, nobody even has a straight answer as to what happened with LunaCoin. But some blockchain experts say, what even is a blockchain expert? But for the sake of this, we're going to have to trust what they say. They're saying that wealthy investors pulled off a maneuver in which they borrowed huge amounts of Bitcoin to buy UST with the intention of making huge profits when the value of UST fell, otherwise known as short selling. Basically... What happened was this caused UST to depeg from the dollar. And when people see that, maybe they don't even know what that means. A bank run happens. And when a bank run happens, if you see, if you're, here's a metaphor for you. If you're walking in a town, city, wherever, and you see a group of people turn the corner and they're sprinting away from the direction you're walking, I don't know about you, but I probably don't even need to see what's around that corner for you to probably turn around and follow them, right? They're running for a reason. They're running from something. So it's probably in your best interest to get your butt moving too. So when a bank run starts and all these people are pulling all their money out and you see the price falling and you don't even know why, you don't even ask questions, you just pull everything that you have out. So basically what happened was Luna turned into a, a death spiral and um, yeah, it, it completely died. So... You know, it, it, it's kind of like uh, you, you basically had these stable coins operating as banks. You know, you have like currencies that are backed by gold in the real world. I mean, not all of them, but some of them. And you have like banks that are able to lend uh, uh, on certain percentage of what they have on cash. Right. And it's, and that's basically what was happening instead of uh, people were staking crypto and um, didn't work out. Who knows if uh, crypto will really recover? I think I think this definitely put a sizable dent. It definitely scared people, but I kind of think it was necessary. At some point, you kind of the hand needs to be bitten a little bit so that you know you retrain yourself. Where you know for years all throughout COVID, because all people were doing was sitting at home and reading the news anyway. You had cryptocurrency on this unpreceded run of you know money, 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 and now um, maybe we are kind of reaping the consequences of that never-before-seen growth. Ultimately, it's a boom-and-bust cycle, so maybe cryptocurrency will act in suit because, um, I mean, there was a little bit of a crash back in uh, July of 2021. You know, you had the price go from around 60000 down to mid-30s, and if you look at the, if you actually look at a uh, market summary of Bitcoin, really it didn't didn't have uh, any crazy growth until call it the end of 2020 it spiked up it was at 60 grand for the better part of six months 
jumped down to 30 grand, spiked back up to 65,000 back in November of 2021 um, again, and then it's kind of been on the down ever since. So who knows what will happen? Ethereum is a very similar story. It was down, I think, over 50% as well. So um, this will really put to the test of the longevity of Bitcoin. I'd say this is the first maybe second really big test that Bitcoin has faced. And uh, it will be very interesting to see what happens with cryptocurrency in the future and where it goes, especially with, uh, you know, the whole Luna coin debacle. So that's it for this episode. Uh, I'm thinking that I'm going to come out with a couple more episodes, I think, uh, in the coming weeks, have a couple of ideas uh, that I think will be quite interesting. And hopefully some interviews as well. Um, I'm definitely on the lookout reaching out to a couple of people. And yeah, with that, be well and uh, buy crypto, buy the dip. Maybe, who knows?